1: Hi guys, and welcome again to my Attraction HQ podcast. My name is Hayley Quinn, and I'm looking at dating, sex, relationships, and general social issues, but from an interesting and weird perspective, because I think most of the mainstream stuff out there doesn't actually help. Uh, Joining me today is a good friend of mine, and we are doing, I have to say, we're doing this, my flat is in ruins, I'm moving, and so uh, he is currently sat on a very small suitcase, and that is our chair. May I introduce the founder of Your Christmas Coach? Mr
0: Marcus Oki. Hello, thank you. And I would like to say I'm actually sitting on a chair. That is bad grammar. Oh
1: no, that's it. I've already been picked up. As you can tell, Marcus has a bit of a focus on the spoken language. Now, Marcus and I go back a fair amount of time when we both used to work for a very disreputable uh, pickup company. And I think you met me, was it on Leicester Square?
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah, we were walking through and I saw this beautiful goddess walking past and I was like, oh my God, who is that? And
1: was I standing behind her? Like... Eating no, a bag Hayley. of crisps or something. No,
0: you you were her. <laughs> so you, I mean you are her. You are yeah, her yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 oh yeah. Okay, recovery,
1: okay. recovery. So one of the best things that my, well, so basically part of our job was that we we had the 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 well, I wouldn't say misfortune, it was actually really fortunate that we got the experience to do it, but we we were we were out there hustling on the streets for <laughs> six to eight hours per day, which actually in January in England is relatively unpleasant um, for a very, very, very tiny pittance of money. A crumb. A crumb of money. Um, but what it did do is it really honed, um, our abilities. I think it's that we've grown on to go on to found our own companies, uh, to teach people how to get over the first, I would say 30 to 90 seconds of conversation. Because that, as I remember you beautifully phrased it once is like walking a tightrope. And when you're over the other side, it gets, the interaction gets a lot easier. But that first bit while you're still sensing out the other person building trust, that's actually hard.
0: Yeah. That first, uh, that initial, when you're taking action it is like, oh my God, what the hell? And there is a a line you get to that you cross where the conversation enters that moment. It's a bit of jargon, but the transition where you can take your foot off the gas and the other person starts contributing to the conversation and happy days, everything works out great. You've met a new friend, you've met a new business partner, a contact, a date, whatever that might be. Uh, But those first 30 seconds, 90 seconds, mm. they can be a bit shaky.
1: And it's also another one of your fabulous phrases that I remember, or metaphors from back in the day, is like, different people have different fuses, like sticks of dynamite. So some people, you chat to them for a little bit and they're just socially open, friendly, up for meeting someone, confident, extroverted, in a good mood, and immediately there'll be like a snap and they'll start speaking. Other people, though, honestly, it takes some time for them to... Yeah. Well, and that's their natural disposition,
0: I uh, think. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um... You know, you don't know who's going to be the really chatty people and you don't know who's going to be the really outgoing people uh, or the the, the close off people. Now, you can kind of read into people's frequencies. If you look at people, you can kind of tell, like, mm, I think they're going to be hard work. But that's not always the case. There are people who are incredibly uh, gregarious, outgoing and whatnot, but they look really grumpy. So the only thing you can do is take action, step up and say hi.
1: Right. And I think there is a sense of not judging a book by its cover as well, to be honest, because I think so many times you're just wrong. (laughs) Mm. Like, no matter how much of a good judge you think, that person who looks really friendly will be a bit off, and then the person who you thought looked miserable is actually totally nice and happy to chat um so also I've, i think there's two things that i see time and time again when i'm coaching coaching uh my guys to this day which is um first of all need or expecting automatic approval from the woman which uh, i just i'm just gonna walk through why this will never happen Um, so for instance, uh, when you first meet a woman, guys, I think guys think they might be doing it wrong if she doesn't smile and go, oh, I thank you. I've always wanted to meet a man just like you. Uh, and I've personally never seen a woman react like that, with that strength of like, hey, uh, and I think that's because we have to remember, I literally was saying this, this sounds weird, but we've been in like the modern era of like contraception and all that for like 50 years or something. Before that we had... Forty thousand years, maybe more, of being Homo sapiens. Where to a woman, if she made a bad mistake with what guy she hooked up with or place a trust in, that's like a life or death situation. So, kind of, it's hardwired into the female nature to be a bit warier. Add to that the fact, like you know, if you're listening in London or New York or another city, everyone gets really weird and thinks that everybody's out to get them. Um, and I think we have a real respect for people's privacy. And people can have a bad day. And it's raining at the moment, so. To expect automatic approval ain't going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important that you hold space for those first 90 seconds. And what I mean by that is the other person is going to usually respond to your response to them. And that sounds a bit of a tongue twister. But what I mean by that is you don't really have much control over how somebody's going to respond to you. But you have full control over your reaction Mm -hmm. to that. And so I always recommend... Always choose a reaction that makes you happy, makes right. you smile. Because then the other person will look at that as a cue for then how they should respond. Now, that, that, you know, there's times when that's not going to work, right? There's going to be times when you can be really happy, chirpy, smiley, and the other person is still going to be like, nah! and they're <laughs> going to have that, that like weaselly face. Now, what you should do, I, you know, my belief is in those situations is still hold space. Mm-hmm. You think, right, okay, let's see what we can do here. Let's see if we can turn the conversation around. Uh, I think the, the big difference between people who get really good with mm-hmm. improving their social skills and people who just, you know, it's kind of a flush in the pan thing and they, they think, oh no, I'm never going to be good at it, is first of all, it's, it's just a skill. But the second thing is, uh, the people who get really good, they don't give up after the first no. They persist mm. a little bit more. They don't just, uh, you know, get a negative reaction and think, that's it, I suck. This person has made a, uh, you know, a, a face that looks like they're chewing a wasp. Uh, therefore, that's proof that, uh, you know, I'm just a, a lousy human being. No, 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 no. Uh, you've got to be stronger than them. Mm. So to do that, and uh, you know, when you're breaking the ice with somebody, uh, you know, if they're walking down the street, if they're on public transport, they're going to be in a trance. You know, yeah. Th-
1: it literally <laughs> right. is a trance state, isn't yeah. it? They're not really on planet Earth
0: at this point. Right, so. right. They're, you know, they're thinking about uh, last night's dinner, football football game, go to yoga, right? Right. Whatever it might be. And then if you come in and like, hey uh that that's snapping them out of that trance and you know if you ever snap anyone out of a trance the the look on their face is that uh? <laughs> like there is that <laughs> that, that like uh, face yeah so that uh, face is what you can expect that's not that you're a bad person that's just their natural default response mm. and that can last for like 15 20 seconds sometimes when they're trying right. to you out
1: totally and that's why i think actually here's here's the thing the second point i want to bring up you will tend to over the importance of what is commonly known as the opener or the icebreaker. Like, that line which gives you your reason to speak to someone like, hey, I like that you're multitasking, or hey, I like the way you walk, or hey, I had to say you look really nice today, or hey, I like how the buses are always late. Whatever it is...
0: <laughs> um... Can you imagine if everyone's uh, inner voice was that? <laughs> <laughs> Go, ahead, Everyone would be so happy, wouldn't they? Uh,
1: hey, look, look, uh, look...
0: I like how That's I'm what inner voice is like, yeah. hey, ah, hey, like hey so what's good. up,
1: what's up? <laughs> uh, but the problem with that is you over-egg that bit and you think, oh, if I just formulate that perfect sentence, if I just have the complete right, complete justification, it's going to go well. This is like chasing after totally the wrong thing. People are still in zombie state. The main things I find to get through that first 30 to 90 seconds, it's literally about how do I create a buffer zone while I gently ease them into the reality of me speaking yeah. to them, yeah. right? And that's what's what this transition is all about. So a lot of the time, if you can, you know, a good thing to kind of let go of and to feel a bit more chilled out is like needing to have that perfect that uh, perfect line or that perfect thing to say. Instead, it's much more about understanding what the other person needs to enter into the right emotional space to therefore be able to trust you.
0: Yeah, I mean, trust is the, uh, the thing that they need, right? Right. And what do we trust? We trust consistency, consistency mm. in behaviour. So... Uh, if we're fidgety that usually shows that we're thinking about something as we're talking to the other person if we like start scratching ourselves as we're chatting uh, unfortunate time to get an itch but or fleas but if we're uh, chatting to somebody and we're, we're you know we're fidgety movements that's showing that person that hang on a minute they're thinking of something if if our if we give somebody a compliment say hey you have amazing and like our eyes start up and go uh, hands <laughs> right it looks like hang on a minute they shirt co- collars right shoelaces buttons these are great lines. cheeky nose. Right? A chicken nose or a cheeky nose? Cheeky nose. i was looking right. at your
1: cheeky nose. Are so you say my like... nose
0: is beaky? No, it's um, cheeky. Okay, it's cheeky. All right. So um, I have to put all these issues of my self-image away <laughs> from one side to get through this podcast. So that uh, that moment when we when we share that, okay, if we if we're spontaneous, if we're just expressing ourselves in that moment, we're not going to be thinking about you know, wait a minute, am I saying the right thing? Uh, we're we're just rather than trying to create a great impression, we're trying to create a great expression, and that expression because it's just a delivery of love and joy. Mm. that's trustworthy and the other person may not believe you remember like well hang on a minute he's saying like oh i've got like the fan- fantastic, fantastic eyes right but i don't believe him so i'm just gonna screw up my face a bit and see how he reacts right and if he reacts like oh i didn't mean to offend you then we know <laughs> he wasn't trying to express himself he's trying to impress right so don't let people deflate you that's what they do is you know if anyone's ever approached you uh, maybe they they come to you, and or if you've you've had somebody say, "Oh, can I just talk to you for a moment?" You think, what does this person want? Mm-hmm. And usually you might give that screwed up face, like, nah, I'm not gonna be nice to you at all. I just wanna, yeah, what do you want? And
1: then the other person is like offering you something totally cool, like, here, have yeah. a free bottle of water. And you're like, oh! Come oh, on, you relax, right? Yeah. That same thing happens every time you break the ice with somebody. Amazing. And I also think the other thing that helps to build that trust, and also trust is really, again, this is underemphasized. Everyone thinks you have to be sexy at the beginning of an interaction. In fact, sexy a lot of the time is a bit like unnerving. The first thing you need is trust. First goal. No point in trying to get the flirt on if they're like, who is this person? So we've yeah. got to get past the who disarm then charm. That's an old pickup saying. There we is go. Oh, yeah. Disarm and charm. Disarm then charm, yeah. So the other thing I find is really helpful to just like literally get through the first like two minutes of conversation till they're chilled out and are gonna to start to respond, is developing the knack of talking about yourself. Um yeah. because you know what? If in the classic era, you go up to someone and your instinct, because unfortunately, particularly if you live in like Northern Western Europe or North America, the first thing you're gonna have been told to say is, So, how's your evening going? So, what do you do? This is about this voice again. <laughs> so, what do you do? <laughs> so, where are you from?
0: Sheppy sidekick voice.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the problem is people go in in internally somewhere, in they're going why does this person want to know? Yeah. I don't know who this person is. Why should I tell them that? Why do they want it? Are they going to follow me home? What, what, what? are they going to try and... They're going to, they're going to start, stalk me at work. That's, That's what's happening. That's
0: actually how we met, really, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Too much okay, yeah. Yeah,
1: so instead, what you have to go is, all right, of course, especially this woman, this woman who's naturally a bit wary, doesn't know what you're about, living in a big city, probably, she's like, I don't trust this guy. So why does she... She doesn't just want to inane Talk to anybody that crosses her path about herself because women love to talk. Like they're not, sorry, the female sex not idiots or like shoot they don't we're not so like self-obsessed and egotistical that we just want to monologue. <laughs> she says doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh the irony. Uh to uh, to whoever we come across. Instead, it's so much more about you know, she wanna talk, but she wants to talk to someone who she thinks is kind of in the same sort of social sphere as her that she, she can trust somewhat where she's got some initial attraction some initial curiosity probably is a better word um about their life the way you gain that is by talking about yourself
0: yes and i think this is where people get a bit stuck because there's that that saying as well that other uh, perspective which is uh, you know, oh, take an interest in the other person. Right. So, hang on a minute. How do you take an interest in the oh, other person? Oh, man. and, and I heard, talk about yourself? Right,
1: and I've heard people say, like, why, but they don't want to know about me. Why would anybody want to know about me? This is what your internal voice is saying. The thing is, this is the way I frame it, it's like, you are, by talking about yourself in the right way, and we will be showing you how, Uh, what you're actually doing is you're helping the other person out to communicate. So it's a helpful trust-building act, which allows them to reciprocate on the same way. So it's not about the actual information per se that you share, it's about the gift that you give to them of permission within the conversation to open up.
0: Yeah, I, you know, when we start the conversation, I think the responsibility has got to be on us to put our foot on the gas. Right. We've got to basically show this person, hey... I can hold this conversation for you and me. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, if it's gonna fall into an awkward silence, I'll take care of it. I've got the I've got the wordage. I've got I've got the skills. I've got the skills, mad skills. But what happens is as that conversation gets through that, you know, the 90-second the phase, and the, the moment I always look for is when the other person starts asking me questions. Right, totally. Right? And oh, like, that's beautiful. Off that the gas. Yeah, you're like, yeah. work well, done. We're... Oh, oh. How are they now? <laughs> And uh, not to say you get lazy, but you then start going, Ah, oh, so tell me about you. Um, a really good little technique to encapsulate all of this is rather than, say, for example, uh, <laughs> let's say you, you meet somebody and they're drinking a glass of wine on the tube, right? <laughs> they're not an alcoholic. They are just, they're there on the subway. They're drinking a glass of wine. Uh, let's say it's a summer's day as well. Make it less creepy. And you say, you know, if you say, where, uh, you know, um, what's your favourite wine? You can do that, and that might start a conversation. But if you say, for example, do you know what? I'm really thirsty today. I'm going to go and buy a wine as well. I, you know, I really want to get a nice, nice wine. What's your favourite wine? If you mm. go first. And then sort of set the example for the other person to follow. That will gently ease them out of their shell. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then you know, before you know it, you're back and forth.
1: Definitely. I always teach what I say. the Go first principle. Yep. Whoa. We should team up sometime, Mr. Oki. <laughs> uh, yell.
0: Oh, That's no. It. I just did a high five and got left hanging. Oh, no.
1: I don't, sorry. I can't believe that. Low five, low five. Oh. <laughs> that sounded... If someone clicks as part of the podcast, they're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? I know. <laughs> There's sound, groaning sounds everywhere. Anyway... Uh, awkward silence moving on from, yeah, so the go- going first principle, essentially, here's a good phrase for you, just say, I don't know about you, but I, and then you say your own opinion on a subject you think they're interested in, and it doesn't have to be a positive opinion, so say she looks like a fashionable lady, and like, she's into that stuff, and you're like, fuck, I don't know anything about fashion.
0: Mm. It sounds like
1: me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah. uh, you could say, you know, I don't know about you, but like... For me, like, fashion, I have to say I'm absolutely... I'm, like, a typical guy. I'm terrible. You know, I just... I, I pick what is clean and at the top of the drawer, you know? And that might not be your reality, but the idea is you don't have to talk about what you think she's interested in in a way that correlates with her you can actually say completely the opposite it's about sharing your opinion openly and creating some trust around you so i always find that the really good things as well say you're at a party or something to bring up straight away is what i call the who what where when which basically means Why? 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 The who, what, doing? where, when. And the why as well, we we'll get that in. What? Which basically, <laughs> which means you're going to be putting down stuff like, or trying to get into the conversation, kind of a rough idea of where you live, rough idea of what you do, or rough idea of why you're at that event. Or all three. So you might say something like... I don't know about you, I, I almost didn't actually come to this party tonight, because I live all the way in southwest London, but I know Hayley through work, so I thought I'd make the effort.
0: The, the irony being, I'm actually going to your party in, a, in about half an hour. So I, <laughs> I know, really... I'm
1: trying to use a relevant example. Relevancy! <laughs> I don't but know do, why
0: you're here, but... <laughs> but do you get that? It's like, immediately
1: yeah. she'll hear yeah. then, okay, he's based in southwest London, he knows my friend, that's why he came tonight. Yeah. Women are brilliant at inferring information. They listen to, honestly, we infer so much... You have no idea, like, I had a, I had a guy, like, send me a picture yesterday of oh, us together. Yeah. I haven't told you this yet. And uh, I was, like, literally, I spent about, I'm not, I'm so embarrassed to admit this, like, about, I would say, 30 minutes spazzing out, <laughs> going, what could it mean? What does it mean? So he sent me this picture. Why did he, is he trying to get a response? Does he know? Has he been thinking about me? Does this mean he sees us together? Literally... That's the female mind. I'm sorry. That's that's like, we're analytical. We're good at listening to implied meanings and things. Good grief. So if you can create trust by just saying actually something quite simple about yourself, yep. that will help you transition. paints
0: in a picture of who you are. Yeah. And, you know, I think on that, uh, when I work with guys, and girls, uh, with the guys mainly, the one thing they always seem to lack is good shoes. I'm serious. Good shoes. Because your shoes tell a story. If I... If I'm about and I'm at an event or in a hotel, right. I can tell what people, like I've learned what kinds of people were what kinds of shoes. And usually your shoes tell the other person everything about you. And maybe I'm wrong from this. <laughs> so you're just saying, this,
1: so we're talking about basically we to make the transition, we need to keep talking, take, put, put on the gas in the conversation, talk about ourselves, take some initiative and then wear good shoes.
0: Good shoes is always good. Good shoes means you have to work. Wear- Less hard. I always recommend wear good shoes. It take it, it just gives you more maneuverability. But that this is kind of a sideline here, right? <laughs> um, I don't mean move maneuverability in your feet, but maybe because you might have like Cuban hills or something. Um, but yeah, the the being able to just paint that picture of who you are, uh, and then also like that, because what do we value in in life? We value stories, right? You know, uh, if I've got a little bracelet on my wrist, it may look like it's worth like. 20 cents, 20p or something. But if that bracelet was given to me by the Dalai Lama himself, then suddenly it's got huge amounts of value. It's still a piece of string, but the backstory now gives it back. Like, I remember when you wore a lot of string bracelets. They were the days. <laughs> the Dalai Lama gave me one. Um, yeah, so I'll sell it to you if you want. But um, yeah, having a backstory
1: yes. makes
0: you, like, ties you into reality for that person. And guess what? Creates trust.
1: Wow. I love that. I hadn't ever thought of it that way. I love that it. It's beautiful. Ooh, copyright copyright, (laughs) backstory, but it's true. So basically you need to let the other person know that you are an actual human. Uh, So forget about being sexy or saying something smart or needing automatic approval. Instead, what we want you to really focus on is, is building trust and creating context for yourself as a person by sharing anecdotes about your life and who you are and having a bit of a tenacity to carry on the conversation. And you know what, if you do that, something magical happens. And for the vast majority of people, in 95% of cases,
0: 95% of the time. time,
1: it works every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but it does work. They say You see yeah. an emotional shift, right, in people. So you have to kind of let go of that need for them to be, like, lit up and radiant in yeah. the beginning.
0: I, you know, just uh, two little tips to, to add that I right. will we'll, pepper in. And uh, the first is, I really recommend not asking questions for the first couple of minutes.
1: Totally behind uh, that.
0: That is, you know, asking questions is great. The thing is, a question doesn't allow you to express your personality. A question's got a question mark on the end of it. So, if you say, for example, where did you get that dog from? You can't really say that in a... Unless you're theatrical, where did you get that dog from? You can't really express yourself.
1: I'd say, I love that dog. I don't know if it's one of these pedigrees or a rescue dog, but when I was younger, I used to have Mm, six dogs. Look at
0: all these emotions coming off you. Mm, Yeah, so you can express yourself so much more there with your vocal tonality. So, statements. We, We are engineered to ask question, question, question. No, don't do it until... You're at least ninety seconds in. That is a good tip because it's basic. A question is basically saying, "I want something from you." Yeah. Because I just I don't I know where away. I'm going now. And I'm
1: like, "Get away!" I don't yeah, know No, who I you want it. Are. I no, want it. No, you no, give it. No, ah, no, big bully. Uh,
0: the second thing is, uh, when you you know, if you really want to make a great first impression, like the world's best first impression, uh, it's if you can change the other person's emotion
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: slightly. Now you don't have to do that straight away. You don't have to just jump out of them, go ah, and change their emotion because people. Remember others that make them feel emotions. Right. You know, uh, why do we watch television to feel loads of emotions? So if we can make somebody feel emotions, we chat to them. That's a really powerful thing to do. Here's a really easy way, and that's when the podcast cuts off and no one hears. No, oh, <laughs> there you go. That would work, right? So, <laughs> so here's an easy way. What you do? Get used to smiling. Hold your smile until the other person smiles back. Because if you hold your smile and the other person might smile straight away. When they do smile back, you're making them feel an emotion. Right. You're making them feel a good emotion. And if you
1: hold your emotion most strongly, you know, out of the two of you, even if they're like Mr. Grump or Miss Grump and you're like, hey, I'm happy. If you radiate those, that positive vibe and you cling on to it... Honestly, emotions are contagious and you will shift the other person to your emotional state. It's something you have to practice because it's like flexing a muscle, you know. But when you get good at it, you'll be like, this is a walk in the park talking to people. Uh, And believe me, we, we we did our time on this one. 30 hours on the streets of London. We were like the world's cheapest ladies most of the affordable. night most affordable ladies of the night uh, ladies, but we look <laughs> lady gentlemen and lady of the night so really you know when we're talking about this stuff we have tried we've tested this literally to destruction thousands of hours. thousands of hours so don't if it doesn't work straight away don't be annoyed keep going retain your positive emotional state <laughs>
0: don't unsubscribe stay stay with it yeah stay, stay with
1: course. it stay it Right, so this has been amazing. I'm actually going to steal Marcus for my Love HQ podcast. So, you know, guys, you might want to subscribe to that one as well. First of all, you get the inside track on what the ladies are talking about. Uh, And also there's amazing tips on there. Before I close that, I would have to say, if you want to find out more about your charisma coach, Marcus Oki, who is insanely good at teaching stuff like conversation skills, if you're struggling to approach, he's got... I just, I like, I love his work. How can they find out about you?
0: thank you you can find out about me on yourcharismacoach.com if you head over to that site uh, you'll be able to get hold of my free ebook which is packed full of tips and you can find out about my week-long training which is insane and not for everyone but there you go yourcharismacoach.com
1: amazing and of course if you like it this podcast share it if you've got a friend that needs it share it if you really like it subscribe if you super hate it Write a comment. Uh, (laughs) Can't say fairer than that. Uh,
0: (laughs) We react emotionally to everyone.
1: (laughs) Uh, and I will be back again next week with another Attraction HQ podcast over and out thank Bye you guys. for listening to my podcast today uh, if you want to find out more about me please head to haleyquinncom forward slash club where I have a free 30 day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club you can also catch up with me on YouTube at XX, on Instagram as hayleyquinnx and on Twitter as plain old hayleyquinn uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show please engage me please reach out and thank you again for your support